Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having a fabulous day or evening, depending of course when you're here. Today we are talking about how to handle a lack of communication in the workplace, so stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge and what I've learned and doing all of that so people can make positive changes to their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. So diving in here, lack of communication can certainly be challenging. Sometimes when we're not getting what we need, communication included, but this could be other things as well. When we're not getting what we need, we have to kind of take control of the situation and in this case of the communication. So we are getting what we need in order to be successful. So if you are a person who needs clear communication in order to do your job well and you're not getting that, then you're going to have to take control and say, okay, we're going to do this. (laughs) And I have 14 tips for you on how to do that. Number one, acknowledge the challenge. So if we're going through work and things seem really hard and difficult, it's not necessarily a clear cut, hey, communication is your problem, right? But once you have figured that out, acknowledge that you do have a communication issue or problem or challenge. And then at that point, you'll be able to move forward and get stuff done. Number two is asking for regular one-on-one meetings with your manager. This could be, hey manager, I really need a one-on-one every week or every other week or once a month. And you can let them know like, hey, I would like to discuss progress. I would like to discuss expectations, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever you feel like should be on that agenda. If you don't already have one-on-ones with your manager, And if you don't, I would like to say I would be surprised. (laughs) I have been pretty fortunate to work under some pretty amazing leaders over my career, and one-on-ones are just kind of the norm. However, I know that's not the case in every company for every leader, so if you don't have that and you need it, ask your manager for that. Number three, establish and set expectations with your boss. Not expectations in, hey, boss person, I expect you to do this. (laughs) Right? That could come across as a bossy. (laughs) But more so making sure that you understand what's expected of you. (laughs) So maybe your manager has an expectation that you are going to interview and submit a minimum of 10 candidates every single week, right? I need to know that if I'm a recruiter and that's what my manager has as an expectation for myself. That's clear communication on what my goals are and what's expected. Number four is send progress email updates to your leader. So if the expectation is that my manager tells me that I need to submit 10 candidates per week across all the different jobs that I have, and if communication has been lacking between you and the team or you and your leader, I would proactively let that person know. Maybe it is every Friday, you can just shoot them a quick email and say, hey, here's a quick progress report, or here's a quick update, or maybe it's once a month and say, you know, 
know, here's where we're at with all of the different people I've submitted. Of those, here's how many move forward, here's how many got offers, whatever it might be for your particular situation. But if a lack of communication is something that you feel is happening, then proactively sending those updates, more likely than not, you're going to get a response, which is going to increase communication or two-sided communication, I should say. (laughs) Number five is offer to be the note taker for team meetings and send out a summary or like a quick update to everyone that was part of the meeting. So one thing I have found super helpful is using a tool like OneNote or Evernote to just quickly take notes on team meetings and my one-on-ones with my leaders. And even when I am having a one-on-one with one of my hiring managers, literally just quick bullet points, even if it's nothing super important, super major, super like time sensitive, but having someone who takes notes and then sends that out to the team after has been super helpful in the different teams that I've been on. And it also helps with making sure everyone on the team is on the same page and everybody's aligned. Number six, understand what your KPIs are and how your performance is measured. So KPIs, key performance indicators, this could be also told to you in terms of, hey, here's what your goals are. Here's what my expectations are of you each week. So when we think about how your performance is measured, fast forward to either a quarterly review update or a quarterly update review, not a quarterly business review, so QBR, that's different. So a lot of companies have not necessarily fully went away with the annual review process. However, most organizations have turned it into a quarterly review. And regardless, right, whenever you have your performance review, what sort of KPIs or what sort of goals are you measured on as it relates to that conversation. And understanding that is going to be really important because that is something that you're going to want to be in continual communications with your manager about. Number seven, use the tools that are available to you, right? So we live in a time where (laughs) if you want to talk to someone... you can do it. So I laugh because there's just like my phone alone. I think I have at least seven social media apps on my phone, right? So there's probably more if you think Facebook, Facebook Messenger, you know, (laughs) whatever. But in the workplace, we're probably thinking more along the lines of whatever app you have for instant messenger, Slack, Zoom, uh, Jabber, whatever it might be, email, a phone, text, video messaging, or video calling, OneNote, Evernote, shared folders, um, shared drives. There are so many different ways for us to communicate in the workplace. So use the tools that are available to you and that are appropriate for the task that you're doing. So if you need to ask someone a quick question about where they're going to lunch... email may not be the best use, probably is more of a text message or an IM. If you need to summarize a team meeting and send that to your team, that's probably more appropriate in either an email or in some sort of shared drive where you guys have meeting notes stored. Number eight is stay consistent with your communication. 
So if you are trying to get more communication in the workplace and you are really, really good at communicating for like a week and then you disappear for like three, four weeks and then you come back and you're all super, super communicative, it's going to send some mixed messages. So just make sure that you're staying consistent. Number nine, as the amazing Gandhi said, be the change. Well, he said, be the change in which you wish to see in the world. But in short, be the change. If you want more communication, take the lead. Start communicating more. Start communicating better. And asking others after you've created that habit, asking others to join in as well. Number 10, ask for feedback. If you want more communication, ask for feedback. One thing that I have found to be very, very helpful in my career is asking for feedback proactively. Typically, I try to make sure I'm asking, hey, what can I be doing better? Is there anything I should be improving on? Should I be doing some something different, whatever it might be, I try and ask that question at least once a month. Number 11, figure out what the problem areas are as it relates to the communication breakdown and fix it. As an example, if you have 300 emails going back and forth with your entire team and 72 attachments within those 300 emails with updated documents on a team project that everybody's working on, that would feel like a hot freaking mess to me. I'd be like, screw this this is bullshit. Oh, we need to do this better, right? Because that's just too much. Like more often than not, if you work in an office environment, a lot of your day-to-day tasks are driven by email, especially if you are in a service type of role, meaning you have either internal or external customers or clients where you're serving them in whatever capacity. So as a recruiter, I serve my internal clients. So in that particular situation, I would probably um, create some sort of shared Google document or shared uh, Microsoft So like, I'm pretty sure it's Microsoft 365 technically that offers online shareable documents. I just know in every company I've worked for, it's been under OneDrive. So (laughs) on the Microsoft side. Anyway, creating some sort of shareable document where everyone can go in throughout the day and enter their updates so you're not sending a bajillion emails back and forth. Number 12, make sure you and your team have created a space where people feel like they can communicate. So a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times people who are quiet and or a little bit more on the reserve side, they don't really share opinions, they don't share ideas, they don't share the things that we can do to improve that sort of thing, sometimes they feel like they can't or they shouldn't, or maybe it's not a safe place for them to do so. So make sure that you've created an environment where people feel like they can communicate. Number 13, practice active listening. Nothing will make someone not want to communicate with you again more if they feel like you aren't listening to them. It is also rude. It's disrespectful. And if communication is an issue, we need to make sure that when someone is communicating, the rest of us are listening. And number 14, understand and know your team's preferred communication method or preferred communication style. So sometimes you're going to have people who prefer email. Other times people prefer 
IM, maybe a text or a phone call or whatever it might be. So understanding what people prefer and trying to accommodate that the best you can, right? If you are sending a summary of a team meeting, you're not going to send one person an email, one person you're not going to do an IM, the other person you're going to text, that's silliness. However, if it's a one-on-one type of communication and you're able to accommodate whatever their preference is, it's going to fuel that person to want to communicate more if it's at their preferred level or if it's on their preferred method. All right. I hope you found that episode helpful, valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, listening to the show, supporting it, sharing in the show with people who you feel like could get value out of it. I so very much appreciate it. You can find the show notes either directly below or you can head over to stephdennis13.com. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information there, specifically on career coaching as well as resume reviews. Also on the website, I have a episode directory, sort of. <laughs> so basically what I did is I separated all of the episodes for 2019 and on by four different categories. So if you are looking for, hey stuff, what are all the most recent episodes on interviewing? You can go and see the list there. So check that out if you're looking for a specific category of episodes. That could be really helpful. If you want to support the show, you can do so via PayPal or on Anchor. Uh, the links are below. And if you are enjoying the show, please take a moment, leave a rating and or you don't have to do both, but you absolutely can <laughs> a rating and or review uh, for the show and a huge shout out and thank you to everyone who has already done so. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram at StephDennis13 and the podcast also has their own Instagram and LinkedIn page, Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing so kick-ass. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. Bye-bye.